ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin the Bastard. With me this week are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how are you this week? I am fat and sassy. Awesome. (laughs) And we've got Mr. David Davis. David, how are you this week? I almost died. It snowed for 15 minutes down here in Southern California, and I could not get over wow. it. Cry me a freaking river. That's, My that's, God. that's way worse than when it rains for like half an hour, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I was in my apartment looking out the window and seeing snow come down, and I just felt my life flash before my eyes. Oh, yeah. No, that happens here, too, because if snow comes from the sky, even if it doesn't stick, people just will drive off the road. <laughs> just, It's insane. Yeah, we, uh, meanwhile, we've been like 80 degrees all week, so. Not high must be nice. But yeah. I don't know. It's not that great. It feels miserable. When the, look, you're not, you don't know miserable. Wait till the freaking 99 degree summer hits. That's miserable. Yeah. This I has been know. fine. Well, not for me. I don't know. We'll see. So, it's a weekend weird. And uh, we have got some stories lined up. And uh, Mike, you go first. Me? Yeah. Oh, shit, I'm on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, I heard you read one of that paper to get chips. I was moving the chips out of my way. <laughs> Not- but it was chips. <laughs> yes, they were chips. There was a bag of tortilla chips. It was, was both Ponch and John. But I was moving them not to open and eat them because I'm still full from having eaten chicken. There are like three people out there that just got that Ponch and John joke. I was one of them. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, two people. (laughs) I I didn't get the joke. Chips. Oh. Poncherelli. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't think about it. California Highway Patrol. Wow. Wow. I have that stuck in my head. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So, uh. I'm trying to figure out which one I want to do first. I guess we'll start with kind of something we've covered before, which was the uh, <clears throat> the balloons that were shot down. Oh, hey, USAF. yeah, remember those? Mm-hmm. You know, the now one, that the news one, cycle's over? Yeah, one definitely Chinese balloon of questionable intent. Yes. But of the other objects, one of them may have been, in fact, a Illinois hobbyist club's... Uh, Balloon, a little hobby. Oh, <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, a small globe-trotting balloon declared missing in action by an Illinois-based hobbies group on February fifteenth has emerged as a candidate to explain <laughs> one of the three mystery objects shot down by four heat. Okay, so she used four heat-seeking heat seeking missiles to shoot down three objects. Uh, wow, realize that. Uh, That's expensive. Since February 10th. Yeah. Those things are like a quarter mil each. Yeah. Now, now, here's the question. Did they miss or did like one balloon tank two hits? Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) Titanium (laughs) balloons. Considering the size, I'm assuming they just missed. Maybe or, you know, exploded, but it wasn't close enough. Mm. I was going to say, it was a real tough balloon if it took two. No shit. That was the actual alien one. Oh, right. Yeah, that was was Zipnax people coming to pick him up. So there's no hard evidence, but the circumstantial evidence is pretty strong in uh, (laughs) the fact that the the club's silver-coated Pico balloon basically looks like a giant uh, Mylar party balloon. Yes. Well, not party, but, you know. Get well or happy. Yeah, yeah, the ones you get from the forest. <clears throat> yeah. So reported its last position on February 10th at 38,000 feet, 
or 38,900 feet off the west coast of Alaska. And that is the exact time, location, and altitude that there was an intercept. Oh. <laughs> I just feel so bad for this balloon club because uh, they're like, well, what happened to our balloon? And then they see the news and like, oh, shit. Ah, uh, God damn it. Yeah. So <laughs> and and the thing is, is that these kind of things happen. You know, the, the people use these kind of balloons a lot. Turn It turns out um, it's just that usually they're so small, you, they don't get reported. You know, the, the, the like we talked about before, the NORAD radar. Uh, picks Filter. these up, yeah, yeah but they, it filters them out because it just assumes they are too small or too slow moving to be of importance. So, like, and then they took the filter <clears throat> off. Yeah, for instance, so a stealth aircraft—you think of stealth fighters and things <clears throat> and bombers and stuff—they aren't undetectable by radar, but they greatly They're reduce. Difficult. They greatly reduce their cross section, so they look like a smaller object. So, right. Generally, it's been mm -hmm. reported that you know Gen One stealth aircraft reported to, on radar to be uh, about the size of a large bird, like a hawk or something like that. Um, and that's like the F one seventeen generation, and so you filter. They filter those out, but. You could also, they also filter by speed because, you know, a bird going, you know, 900 miles an hour isn't, <laughs> isn't really a real bird, is it? <clears throat> but, it does. I think I discovered a rocket duck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, this small, slow moving objects have generally been filtered. But after the scare yeah. of the first one, they took them off. And what do you know? We got like. A several billion. of them, not a billion, but several. <clears throat> so, you know, there's been some questioning whether there should be like a, you know, because right now when you uh, say you're, you are, uh, you own an airplane, general aviation, you know, a Cessna or something like that. If you go want to fly somewhere, if you're going to be above a certain altitude, you have to have file a flight plan. Right. <clears throat> now, with a balloon, obviously, you can't have a flight plan, per se. But you would think there would be some method of tracking these. At least, you know, have a thing. And this, these balloons, some of these balloons obviously report their uh, location back. So you'd think there would just be a place where they could say, okay, we have an anomaly in this area. Look at the website or whatever. Okay, well, there's three, you know, amateur balloons in this area. Could that be one of them? But there's no thing like that right now. Hmm. Well, that's, that's great. That's great to know. I'm well, so but, glad. But like, you know, before it hasn't really been an issue. It also makes me wonder. So for also, there's been, I don't know if any of either of you uh, keep track of like hobbyist drones. Not but in particular. Right now, if you're, they've passed a lot of laws because pilots kept seeing drones like around airports. Sure. But they've reported seeing drones outside of airports. And it's like in places you would think you couldn't actually have a drone. And I've always wondered, well, what could it have been, you know, at near an airport? It kind of makes sense if it's like, you know, within, you know, a couple hundred feet of the ground. But mm -hmm. you know, when they say they've seen drones at a, you know, two, three, four thousand feet, it's like, 
Not really. I don't think so. That's but UFOs. It could have been could have been a balloon. Mm. Could have been or <clears throat> but, aliens. But right now, like I have a little drone, it's under a half a pound, so I don't have to register it. But if you have, it's like right at the limit. It's like, like if you added an ounce of weight to it, it would. I would have to basically register it with the uh, FAA uh-huh. and you know get a tail number for it and put it on the drone so it have its own little. It kind of sounds cool though if you put a little have a little number identifying number on your drone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, well, you know, when you attach and, the grenade to it for self-defense yes. purposes, I was going to say a camera, but, you know, David wanted to get us in trouble, yeah. so. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, or but, of course, if you have anything bigger, like, so this is a tiny drone. It's like, you know, we when it's folded up, you could fit it in a pocket. So right. any of the bigger drones that, you know, would fit in something the size of a suitcase. Those have to be. You have to be registered. Or right. if you're flying any drone at all for, like, a commercial reason, like. If say if you're a real estate appraiser and you use your want yeah. to use your drone to get aerial photos, which I've known some, well, you have to register that because that's a commercial purpose. Even if you're not selling the pictures, if it's part of a business, you're still using them as part of your business. So, so, so the drones got really clamped down on just because of this fear that you know they would be involved in an you know an airstrike with a, a civilian or a commercial aircraft. Right. So. I'm afraid with this becoming, you know, and drones were also in the, the public eye, so they yeah. saw it. With balloons starting to become in the public eye now because of all this, I'm afraid there might be some clampdowns on hobbyists and uh, small balloons. Right, right. Mm. Which, I mean, I guess that's a world we live in post 9-11. I mean, yeah. and it's, I mean, it's all bullshit, though, because... yeah. So I understand, like, a giant commercial drone that weighs, like, 10 pounds or something. Mm -hmm. But in a battle between a one and a half pound hobbyist class drone that's made of, you know, plastic and designed to be as light as possible Mm -hmm. versus a 767 or something, guess which one's going to win? Yeah. These things are designed to take, you know. Here's a question. What if it got sucked into a turbine? I mean, but that happens with birds all the time. And birds can be, you know, way heavier than drones. And, you know, they're full of liquids and meat. You know, I, you're making me hungry. Yeah. You know, the the thing that I'm thinking about is you couldn't make up nowadays because up would have ended very differently with all these new rules. <laughs> yeah, no, they would have been shot down by F-22s. Oh, my God, yeah, and there appears to be a large, shoot it down! Yes. <laughs> yeah, that it's, house definitely appears on radar yeah. really well. I'm just picturing that guy from the Iron Giant, launch a damn missile! <laughs> <laughs> damn, I kind of want someone to cut, you know, the that together. footage of that. Yeah, the Iron yeah. Giant and up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel really bad for that amateur ballooning club because holy shit! I feel man. bad for all of them because yeah. I'm afraid. Alternately, know, the, the moral panic will set in. Yeah, alternately, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it, it's uh, like that I is never a badge really... of honor. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You you save my, you know, the U.S. government spent you know a quarter of a million dollars to shoot down our balloon, and all I get was this crummy T-shirt. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> and also, it's kind of a world I never knew about. You know, I knew about other balloons, but I didn't know like Pico balloons were kind of a thing. That's yeah. Well, you know, anything can be turned into a hobby or a fetish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave that there. Yeah, just leave that laying <laughs> in the floor like the dead thing it is. Well, thank you for that, Mike. You're it was fun. It's good to come back to the balloon thing, even though apparently the news has moved on. Mm-hmm. Like we said it would. <laughs> and here, I just saw a paragraph that I thought was funny. The Pico ballooning community is nervous about the negative attention by some members of Congress and the White House. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <sighs> Turns out the Pico ballooning community is just a front for drug smuggling. Oh, Oh. man. (laughs) Yeah, well, don't launch the balloon with a picture of El Chapo on it, okay? And and I didn't say this was. (laughs) This came to us via Aviation Network Network. Okay. Okay. Cool. David, you want to go next? Sure. So, guys, you hear anything interesting coming out of Mexico? Um... Well, there was that time when we were shooting the movie and our uh, microphone rig picked up Mexican shortwave radio. Yeah, and I did just (laughs) mention El Chapo. Yeah, There you go. Uh, So the uh, president of Mexico tweeted out a photo of an elf. I heard about that. (sighs) I have the picture of the elf in host talk for you, and I'm going to read a little bit of this article. I Uh, I believe I've seen this picture. So, so yeah. I, I, I need him a reading glass. I, I saw an article that said he had serious proof of an elf, and, and this mm-hmm. is the proof. This is the proof. Okay, well, go ahead. So, yeah, yeah so this it. is a uh, <clears throat> this is an article from the Washington Post, written by Brian Peach or Petch. Um, Mexico's president claimed he had a photo proof of a mythical elf. Question mark Why? So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador claimed that he had photo evidence of a mystical elf-like creature uh, and has set the internet alight. It also left many wondering, why was he tweeting this? Everything is mystical, López Obrador wrote on Twitter over the weekend with a picture of a veiled creature with glowing eyes perched in a tree. He said it was an aluxe, a mischievous being in Mayan lore. You know... I saw the pictures of those mischievous beings from Mayan lore, and I think it's interesting that they're wearing long, pointy hats. <laughs> um, while the president, known as AMLO, I guess. AMLO? Uh, had a, yeah, A-M-L-O. Yeah, those are his initials. That's a fucking organization you don't want to be a member of. Right. Uh, has a reputation for being a bit eccentric, with rambling hours-long daily news conferences and a belief that religious amulets could ward off COVID, his elf tweet achieved a new level of whimsy. This is sounding a lot like Jim Jones at the end. (laughs) Quote, even by AMLO standards, I think it was received as one of his most bizarre sort of interventions, said Pablo Calderon Martinez, a professor of politics and international relations at Northeastern University, London. This is insane. How many? This is just insane so far. Yeah. Um, Lopez Obrador said Saturday that the photo was taken three days ago by an engineer working on his expansive and expensive Mayan train project. But the photo appears to be more than two years old. 
A seemingly uh-huh. identical image was posted on Twitter on February 9th, 2021, by a man who said the creature, which he described as a witch, was spotted in the northern state of Nuevo León. A reverse image shirt showed that the photo had been circulating for at least a few days before that. An Indian, uh, Indonesian news site published an article two years ago saying the picture was taken on February 4th, 2021. It left many wondering why the president of Mexico felt the need to share it on Twitter. Did he believe it was real? Did he know the photo was probably more than two years old? Was it a genuine nod to Maya culture, or were there other motivations? The so f- the answer so far is an el- is as elusive as an aluxe. Okay. It's a very very strange story. I've got two things to say about this photo. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm willing to wager this started in on something awful. <laughs> you know, it has that vibe. Yeah. And number two, to describe what I'm looking at, I'm going to say one sentence. Mm-hmm. Grandma, get out that dang tree. <laughs> well, there, there is possible motivation for why he did this. Okay, please elaborate. And I, it's going to start with a fantastic quote from uh, Calderon Martinez. Okay. All right. So nice quote, pronunciation, if, by the way. Yeah, I'm terrible at it, but thank you. Um, <laughs> quote. If you throw a dead cat on the table, everyone's going to be talking about the dead cat on the table, right? Calderon Martinez said. So that's what he does. He starts talking about the Aluxe, the mystical elf in the forest. The tweet also brought attention to Lopez Obrador's signature Tren Maya project, an ambitious and controversial attempt to revitalize southern Mexico, a region long forgotten by other leaders. Um, And it's yeah. So this uh, construction zone is a 15 billion dollar project to create a tourist train line to connect the resorts uh, from Cancun, Cozumel and Playa del Carmen uh, destinations, popular foreign tourists to the Maya sites and communities in the country's most impoverished region. Hmm. And it's also a very controversial project. Um, The project has divided Mexico. Construction has involved getting a football field wide gash through the Maya forest and dismantling and removing tens of thousands of artifacts. Oh, fuck that. So, yeah, I like I. Huh. This is some bullshit. Mm -hmm. This political maneuvering bullshit. Yeah, and uh, as far as what the Aluxe is, um, this is according to Yucatan Magazine. It's similar to a Celtic leprechaun. They're thought to be invisible beings who appear when they want help, when they want to help or scare humans. Um, Anyone who's ever adventured through the jungles of the Yucatan, the magazine reported, had Aluxes as traveling companions. So, yeah, they're basically Mexican leprechauns. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. which um, would it be wrong if I called them Mexicans? Probably. Okay, I won't do that. But, <clears throat> I mean, that fits in with what we know about Fae and whatnot, because a lot mm-hmm. of cultures have stories of tiny tiny tricksters, like the Pukwudgie. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, the Red so, Dwarf, or what have you. So so there's not a whole lot to this story, aside from the fact that, like, the fucking president of Mexico tweeted out a photo of an elf. Um, yeah, okay, but, fair. <laughs> or an elf but, witch, whatever. <laughs> Right. Like, it's a great photo. Like, it's just, like, creepy enough to work, and it's it's vague enough and everything like that. It's just... It could just be a... It also could just be a meth addict in a tree. I'm... I'm I'm inclined to believe that. Yeah. So, um... Like, like if I saw that outside my window at, like, three in the morning, I'd freak out. Oh, God. Yeah. But, you know, that's the other question. This was taken... Mm -hmm. 
if this was taken on site during like construction or whatever, why is it at night? Like, yeah. Um, Who the yeah, fuck so, works at night in the jungle? Right. <laughs> and, and that's just, there's so much noise in there. It, it mm-hmm. could be anything. Yeah. This is like it's, shitty trail cam. This, this could be a, re- actually what this could be. And this is far more interesting to me. What if this is the rare, uh, Western hemisphere ape? There you go. That could you be know, the one that was, to, it kind of looks like that ape. They had the photo of being held up by the stick mm-hmm. to me. Like I, I can see it. So, because like, what I'm trying to identify, like I see where the head is. Is that like a veil, or is that it a, looks like, like a clearing, or it a looks halo? like a what hor- is that? It looks like a horribly burned nun. <laughs> You're exactly right. I yeah, mean, if it's if it's an elf, it'd be a drow. Oh yeah, that's true. It does kind of look like a drow. I mean, every it, the the face is like the darkest part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's eyes are mm-hmm. You know, it looks like something I Resident Evil. There you go. Yeah. Maybe it's just vile marketing for the next Resident Evil game. Oh, man, I'm a laugh if it turns out Mexico get like a big kickback from Capcom. <laughs> but I, I do want to point out that this was the president of Mexico, and I, I, I don't follow international politics a whole lot. I don't either. Or at least, you know, I, I don't follow what's going on in Mexico. Right. But like the fact that he has a reputation for shit like this is very impressive to me, and I'm going to look into it. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> a very, I don't know, it feels very Trumpish. Yeah, you know, it makes sense. So I don't know. Um, it's I don't know. It, it we, we've got this new batch of world leaders who are very much of that. Vein. I don't like this season of Earth. Right. I kind of want to go back and watch the DVDs of the old seasons. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean this this season's. I mean, it's still status quo. I guess nothing's. I don't know. I'm all I know is I'm watching Succession and. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, the people on there are more likable than some of the shits we've got now. But <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, that's a, that's a burnt up monkey nun, and uh, it's kind of disturbing. Yeah, and you know, in this article and this um, this picture is just all over the place. This picture's mm-hmm. been around for a while, so yeah. like it, you're you're gonna be able to find it fell on it. But oh yeah, I, just I thought up- we should talk about it because it was in the news cycle. Yeah, you can just look up president, uh, Mexican president, monkey nun, or, uh, sorry. <laughs> I, uh, I typed in Mexican elf and it pulled up. <laughs> yeah, okay, don't type in Mexican monkey nun, that's just kinda, me. I kind of want to invert the colors to see what it looks like, because it really looks very negative. There, Don't be so negative, Mike. Hang well, I mean, on, like I'm the gonna, tree is very bright. Well, you know what? Enhance, enhance. I'm going to save this to my desktop and do that while someone's reading their story next. Uh, but mm-hmm. I am going to go next. Okay. This is an article I found on Popular Mechanics, which I was under the impression used to be a credible site. <laughs> a tiny ape-like humanoid may still be living in plain sight, scientist says. Don't be shy, little guy. By Tim Newcomb, published uh, February 16th, 2023. The scientific community believe a small species of human known as Homo florensensis once lived on the island of Flores, Indonesia, around 50,000 years ago. But one professor thinks the ape-like humanoids could still live there. Evolution be damned! Think of this as the hunt for Bigfoot, only with a much smaller target. 
Forth has studied the Homo florensinius for roughly four decades, first when at the University of Oxford and then at the University of Alberta. He wrote a book in uh, 2022 between ape and human, an anthropologist on the trail of hidden hominid. And the debrief recently ran an interview with Forth on the quest. Basically, guys, you remember the hobbit that they discovered the remains of? Yeah. Mm -hmm. On Florence? Uh, He thinks they're still there. Okay, now, if they have Florence, have they found the machine yet? I want to throw a banana at you. (laughs) Sorry. But there is no (laughs) sign of a machine, but... Uh, the creatures have human-like upright gait, come hairier than humans, but not as hairy as apes, and have a distinct ape-like face, according to Leo Peoples, the Leo Peoples encounters uh, that they were rela- that they related to Forth. Hmm. So, you know, there are sightings fr- that the people say are there, and I've read a little bit about this, and it's kind of like the Orang Pendek. They say that they steal babies and eat them. Hmm. So... There's also theories that this might be a tribal memory of early, early encounters of them 50,000 years ago through oral tradition, which I'm like, I don't know that oral tradition lasts that long. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, well, I, I was going to make a very lowbrow joke about oh, yeah. oral not lasting oh. long, but yeah. Uh, well, depends. <laughs> Woo. She doing it right? Anyway, uh, so <laughs> let's move on. Uh, essentially, Forth believes that these creatures are still alive and no one else thinks they are. Because that's that's how this always works. There's one dude with a theory. Yep. And when he gets proven right, he's going to be able to rub it in everybody's face. You know, he might get one of these uh, little hobbit people to rub it in their faces instead, seeing as they're part eight. <laughs> now, see, when you describe this, I keep thinking, do you remember South Park with Dr. Mephisto and his little clone yes. guy? Kevin was the thing's <laughs> name. Its name yeah. was Kevin. Mephisto yeah. and Kevin. <laughs> I, I'm just picturing this guy dressed as Mephisto and that he's going to find one of these little guys. And it's going to be dressed just like him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to look like little Kevin. Yep. Which it turns out was a clone of Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a tiny uh, cross between Michael Jackson and a gopher. <laughs> I can't some believe deep I remember lore, man. that. That's some deep lore. Yeah, well, Primus did a song about it, so it was <laughs> catchy. There you go. So that's that's what I got for the first one for mine tonight. I just think it's interesting that there's a scientist saying they may still be there due to reports from the natives still happening now. I mean, I, I guess that's fair. And I mean, that's the basic definition of a cryptid. It might not be, you know, the the, the hobbits. It might just be um, an undiscovered primate. Yeah. So I don't see a reason to not look for something out there if there are modern sightings of it. You know, just, you know. The, the trick is to convince people with money to invest in tracking it. Exactly. What we do is we tell them it's delicious. <laughs> that, 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 that's your solution for everything is to eat it. You know, that, are you, that is are you something hungry? for the new bingo fucking, card. Fucking prove me wrong. Yeah. 
That, that's something for the new bingo card is like yeah. we talk about eating some cryptid or extinct Me species. Eating a cream. Kevin yeah. wants to eat it. <laughs> Does Kevin want to eat it? Yeah. <laughs> I, but to be fair, I don't think there's much Kevin doesn't want to at least try to eat. Uh, look, I'll eat people as long as you don't tell me the name. All right. There you go. I've said it before. Kevin, I would some of that never succulent long pig. I would never eat a human that I know. <laughs> so a stranger who knows. If we're on an airplane and we're about to crash into the side of a mountain and there's a soccer team around us, you better get to know me real goddamn quick. If you don't oh, want to get eaten. All right, that's a little far afield, but nonetheless, uh, let's let's get out there and see how this monkey guy tastes. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, what have you got for your next story? Um, so I'm trying to let's see. So another another recap. I'm pretty sure uh, we've talked about the Havana syndrome before. Yes, that's that's always interesting. So, Was, wasn't that a Dirty Dancing sequel? Yes. No, that was Havana Nights. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. Well, uh, Havana just... <laughs> Syndrome was where was about interracial love, right? That's Jungle Fever. <laughs> that's Jungle. That's completely different. Havana Syndrome is when you're a diplomat and you come down with a mysterious illness. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's right. There you go. So, uh, a new report uh, posted on the Washington Post Wednesday. Uh, it says Wednesday. Was this this Wednesday? Uh, yes, it was this Wednesday. So I'm current. Yeah. Uh, it's based on five unnamed sources from the U.S. intelligence community that an internal report concluded it's, quote, very unlikely that uh, it was an enemy energy we- weapon of some form. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, since, you know, since 2016, there's been plenty of these reports, right, of uh, diplomats and their attaches. And right. Being, you know, becoming ill, having weird symptoms. Yeah, nausea, dizziness. Hearing uh, piercing sounds and pressure in their head. And mental uh, fog, basically. Thoughts yeah. coming difficult. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's not just Havana, but it's just those the first That was one. the first place. And and I, I think it's just all the cocaine benders, really. Is, do you, mm, maybe I don't know. I mean, you're, you're just out there doing all the coke, and, and you, the, the aliens in your head want to get out. Do you think the like? I don't. I don't know. Never mind. I was gonna so, make a joke about. Do you think they've ever done enough cocaine where their head swells like the leader from the Incredible Hulk? Probably. <laughs> but uh, so you know. I don't know. I never really could peg. It seemed so, so that I always struggled with what was the point? Like if it was someone with some weird energy weapon mm-hmm. that the, the uncomfo ray, <laughs> that sounds like something from uh, Phineas and Ferb, like Doofenshmirtz with the, uh, yeah. I'm going to make these diplomats feel bad. Yeah, I mean, nobody <laughs> died from Havana Syndrome, I mean, did they? Or was they, there, like, one death? I don't well, think any of those things no deaths it, directly attributed to it. I'm sure well, some of these people have died in the meantime. 
Well, it was because Perry the Platypus was there. Ah, yes. A platypus? Perry the Platypus! <laughs> God dang it. I love that show. Yeah. <laughs> so, following week. Uh, years of leaked reports of the ongoing investigation, a 2022 CIA report also confirmed it wasn't caused by a foreign agency. In so it was the CIA. Uh, it may be uh, hmm. a uh, homegrown false flag operation. Dan's Dan's proofed. Mm. In 2021, a leaked scientific review from the State <clears throat> Department concluded it wasn't because of microwave weapons. Hmm. So, I mean... Who knows? It's it's one of those things that, you know, it's widespread enough so there's something there. What if diplomats just do that? I mean, what if it's just, you know, <laughs> the, the natural American's reaction to foreign water? <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough fluoride in it. I'm yeah. dying. Oh, fluoride My teeth! <laughs> it's, the, it's your teeth trying to go back up into your gums is what's happening. Mm. Because of the fluoride. Uh, or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, now I want, I, I hate to derail this, but Mike, if you'll look in host talk, I reverse the colors and you'll be shocked at just how little there is to see. Yes. In fact, it's even more difficult. It's just white. Yeah. Well, it looks like you, it lo- looks like when you like press your eye eyes with your eyes closed and it's just the fucking veins on the inside now, now, of your see, eyelids i was i was gonna suggest that maybe it fought the balrog and came <laughs> back as uh mexican elf the white <laughs> fry you fools <laughs> oh lord on delay on delay seniors <laughs> no it, it, it definitely doesn't bring anything like i was hoping it would no I mean, no it, it's not like like maybe if we like encoded it into sound and played it backwards, <laughs> it would be like Iron Butterfly or something. Like, honestly, I don't it know. just looks like a monkey. It does. It looks more like a like a monkey. Like maybe a monkey that snatched some wig. Maybe a monkey woman. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> look, according to every animated movie I've ever seen, males look like normal animals and females are sexy. All right. That's what every animated film about animals has taught me. Maybe maybe it was just like, you know, a, 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 a peeper, like just climbed up the maybe. tree. I was like, I don't see some hot construction workers. At night. At night. I don't know. I just, yeah. <laughs> Now I'm just sitting here thinking about, like, well, how can you tell it's a female? Well, it's Here's giving me what, fuck me the, eyes. The, the camera they, they said that took it, what did, did they say? Was it supposed to be one of these, like, security or trail cam kind of things? Cause it didn't. It didn't say so, anything. So, one, it seems to be an infrared camera. Yeah. Of some form. Two, it's looking up, obviously, looking up. That makes yeah. no sense. If it's, if it's a security or you know, other trail type camera. So I don't know. It's, I, it's, it, it it's, seems, it's Photoshop. It seems like he told someone, Hey, put on this hood, get in that tree. And I'm going to take a picture of you. You know, alternately it may not be a, um, a nun's hood thing. It may just be somebody's, uh, work shirt it might just on be their a head. Dude had his friend take off his clothes, put the shirt on his head, and hang uh, hang out in a tree. For the lulls. Yeah, for the lulls. This is... Oh, boy. 
Man, the lulls are going to be the end of us. <laughs> so, all right. Well, there's that. And what did we just get done talking about? Ah, yeah, Havana Syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Havana Syndrome. That sounds like it'd make a great cocktail. The Havana Syndrome? Yeah. Mike? Yeah. Knocks Mike, on your that, ass. That's your um, next job. Havana Club Rum. Um, let's see. <laughs> Fireball. No, not Fireball. I mean, you know, we are looking to make people sick here, but not that sick. Okay, that's fair. How about Jaeger? Uh, no, I'll I'll work on this. I'll work. Okay, it. all right. My, yeah, my yeah. For, for next weekend, weird. You got to give us the Havana syndrome. Yeah, all right. And we still need to go back to coming up with ideas for uh, cocktails for episodes. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, we kind of let that one die with Ingo Swan. I hate that. <laughs> oh, you know, it's just, we we've all got shit going on. Yeah, we kind of. I'll do. do it later. Yeah. All right, David. <laughs> what have you got? Well, gentlemen, anime is real. The hell you say? Yeah. Um. So a Super Saiyan orb washed up in Japan. I've got something to say about this when you're done. Okay. So um. Yeah, there was a large orb that washed up on the shore uh in Japan. Um, basically large metal orb, not um. Pretty, pretty nondescript, but everybody was making the Dragon Ball joke. Um, unfortunately, oh, though, yes. mm-hmm. unfortunately, though, it is basically just a uh, buoy. Oh, really? Yeah. So first reported by Japan's Asash, uh, Asahi News, uh, this strange spherical object appeared to have washed up on a beach on the coastal city of Hamamatsu. This is from The Bite. Uh, I have a link. I'll have a link to it in the show, uh, show notes. There's an article from Noor Al-Sabai. Um, so the ball was x-rayed and investigated by a police bomb squad, and after being unable to figure out what the thing is, the lack of explanation has raised raised even more questions about what this weird beachside apparition is. Um, as the BBC and The Guardian later reported, one of our speculation uh, is that the mysterious orb... Um, oh, there, there's been a bunch of specula- speculation. A lot of people suggesting it was anything from like a spy balloon to a Dragon Ball, um, <laughs> which is... They, they call it a Dragon Ball, but that's not what the Dragon no, Ball no, is. No, no, it's a Saiyan pod. Yeah, it's it's literally yeah. So I'm I'm very upset. Yeah, having read that now, I'm, I'm um, triggered. <laughs> but yeah, one of the most plausible explanations is that the ball uh, looks to be made of iron due to its rusty appearance, is a buoy of some sort. Um, and mooring buoys do tend to have metal shells. Okay. And this is, of course, one of several spheres that have been washed up on shores in recent years. Um, two years ago to the day after another, albeit much shinier metal sphere was found washed up, uh, on the, on the beach in the Bahamas in the end of February, 2021. Um, in that case though, the etchings on the object allowed the investigators to deduce the, the ball was a rush, uh, was Russian in origin and possibly fallen from a spacecraft. Um, huh. But yeah, there, there's there's more like uh, in 2019, an escaped mooring buoy was found at San Diego's Black's Beach after it had initially been spotted a few years prior. And in that case, the metallic orb was welcomed back like an old friend. <laughs> <laughs> Having been to Black's Beach. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Wow, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, more, more than likely, you know, obviously there's a lot of attention on this due to the balloon stuff that's been happening. Sure, but um, this is seems- yeah. Yeah, so it's just a very rusty mooring bu- uh, buoy, most likely. Well, that's depressing. But still, like, hey, the Dragon Ball is here, you know what I mean? Yeah, great, here comes Vegeta, we're all dead. 
<laughs> now, oh man, can you imagine Dragon Ball was real? We'd be so fucked. Oh, I'd kind of welcome it to be honest. Save me, Mr. Point. Satan. So <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> so when I first saw it, um, I just I thought since you know it's Japan, or you know, be Japan being close to uh, China, I thought well maybe it was a uh, pressure vessel from a uh, Chinese space launch because a lot of those. A lot of stuff like that gets found. Although generally, the, a spherical pressure vessel like that's going to be smaller. It's going to be more of the size yeah. of, say, I don't know, maybe a beach ball, about a meter wide. Yeah. Well, and you know, in the the previous sightings, that one in the Bahamas came from a, a Russian spacecraft, so that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But the, given that this one was so rusty, it's been around for a lot longer, probably. Yeah, right. So yeah, the color does, although you know. Having if it was a upper stage bit, you know the heating could do weird coloring to even a. Cause generally, those are a titanium. The ones that survive are titanium, right? Um, and they uh, they survive because they're basically giant spheres. But by the time they get cast off, they're mostly empty, and so you know a sphere being kind of like the ideal uh, shape. You know your surface area, low surface area, right. to uh, to to your volume. Yeah, it, it doesn't burn up as readily, or you know, being hollow, it's light, and but shooting through the atmosphere, so it survive generally survives, and you know has have they have found upper stage or even deorbited satellite uh, fuel tanks that have uh, come down. Okay. Yeah. Just because they're so light and they slow down enough in during re-entry. Okay. Well, that's interesting. You know, hopefully a Gundam will wash up on shore one day. Uh, that would make me happy. Yeah, or a Veritech. <laughs> the, now, the, Japan already has a Gundam and it's kind of lackluster. Yeah, I mean, it's neat and all. Like, it's, it's still huge. fucking cool, oh, I would, man. I would love to go see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. but, uh, you know, it's they so can't. slow. Yeah. So, you know what I thought when I first saw this? Hmm. Hmm. Utsunoburu. No, it's Utsurobune. The hell's that mean? All right, during the Edo period, uh, let me see, 1803, a round vessel washed up on the Japanese coast in what at the time was the province of Hitachi, now Ibaraki Prefecture. Hitachi, that's where they make the uh, the magic wands. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's the same name. Anyway, a uh, round vessel drifted ashore, and when they opened it, a beautiful red-haired woman came out wearing strange clothing and carrying a box. She could not communicate because she did not speak Japanese, and her craft was marked with mysterious writings. And after a while, they were just like, I don't know what to do with this crazy bitch, and stuck her back in the ship and pushed her back out into the ocean. I was going to say, is this Lum from Urusei Yatsura? Well, it did not turn out near as sexy, my friend. Oh. They just pushed her back out in the ocean. We're like, well, that's done. <laughs> no, no, see, she asserted herself, so they couldn't have a woman yep. asserting them herself. They're, they're, they're just like, we've seen enough anime to know where this is going. Yeah. Back in the so, water you go. This was old Japan, so eighteen. You know, well, you know, she, she didn't. Look, she they, didn't they, have an octopus they, climbing on they, her. They took. They took one look at her unbound feet and were like, "Ugh, Ugh. Throw, throw this <laughs> Ugh, back. giant Western goddess woman, throw her back." 
but yeah, it was. Uh, it it happened. It's been recorded as a, it was re- recorded as a historical event. Nobody knows what the fuck. So when I found out a big round thing washed up on the beach in Japan, I'm like, ooh, Irish women. <laughs> so I don't know. Or, that's uh, what I thought. Maybe maybe a, a Viking. Possibly. <laughs> Very true, but I don't know. It's just weird. So you know, um, think about that. And think about how many red-haired anime characters there are now. They they really changed their tune, didn't they? They really did. Oh, what did we do? Why did we push her back out? We could have had like a whole sub race of. We, we could have had the first hair. waifu. We could have the first waifu oh, yeah. in Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I've got one from February 28th, 2023 from AP News. Oh, right. There was an inve- in Charleston, West Virginia. I got two. I'm going to do them both in one because they're short. All right. Charleston, West Virginia. West Virginia officials investigate reports of a powder in the air on some vehicles in the mid-Atlantic and have determined the source. Pollen. Hmm. People were panicking, thinking it was uh, <coughs> a deadly terrorist attack, and it was fucking pollen. Mm. And, I, I can understand the confusion. Well, everyone's been for that I've talked to about this is like, what the fuck is wrong with those people? I'm like, is West Virginia? They've had yeah. goblins, Mothman, Flatwoods monster. Look at Big the fucking Foot. Last of Us, man. Like you know, exactly. Like, yeah, like I, I get it. I get it. So, naturally, some shit shows up in the air. They panic. And it's pollen. I was like, wow, that is, uh... Yeah, across multiple counties. And nobody thought pollen. They had to take it to a lab and have it tested. The authorities took it to a lab to have it tested. Um... And they also found... And it was mostly pollen, but there was another chemical in it, David. Mike. Mm-hmm. Dirt. Oh, jeez, that that shit will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> now, my other story, uh, which is also extremely short, dolphin skull found in someone's luggage in Detroit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Mike, I've got the shitty animal thing this week. The skull of a young dolphin was found in a piece of luggage last week, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Oh, it was a young dolphin. No. Yeah. yeah. The luggage had been separated from its owner on an international flight re-entering the U.S. and was then scanned through an x-ray at the Detroit Metropolitan Airport. A skull-like shape was detected, and agents with the CBP and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service identified it as a dolphin upon further investigation. Oh, oh, do yourself a favor and Google a dolphin skull. Yeah, that I'm is looking horrifying. At it. Yeah, that is. No. Oh, like oh. that. It's like Donald Duck's skull combined with a plague doctor, doctor mask. It's horrifying. Yeah. The possession of wildlife items, especially those protected animals, is prohibited. CBP area port director Robert Larkin said. We take wildlife smuggling seriously and work closely with our federal partners at the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to protect wildlife and their habitats. Some fish and wildlife products are subject to restrictions, permits, and prohibitions when entering and leaving the country, including, quote, 
wild birds, land or marine mammals, reptiles, fish, shellfish, mollusks, or invertebrates, and any animal, part, or product to include skins, tusks, bone, feathers, or egg, the CBP said. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is now in possession of the skull and will be investigating further. So, uh, a young dolphin skull. That is horrifying. Yeah, I mean, I... Here's a question, guys. Yeah. Did he that, acquire it himself, or did he buy it somewhere? That's what I didn't want to know. I mean, but mm-hmm. don't want to know, but don't yeah. want to know, but do want to know, but don't want to know. I just all, picture all I this, know is that I hope he gets punished for whatever he did. I just picture this son of a bitch at SeaWorld with like one of those little baseball bats trucker use truckers use to check their tires, going, "Come on, come on, you Jesus son of a Christ. bitch." God, the dolphin! I'm still looking at these like skulls, these dolphin skulls. I know, I hate a, it. I like, yeah, hate I, it. like I can't picture where the eyes are on this fucking it's thing. It's the giant doughy holes that look like they should be just blinking at you, going, "Do you love me, Daddy? Ow, why are you hitting me?" It's just, it's horrifying. Like it, it, it's, it reminds me of that thought experiment, like how like when we were. When we like look at fossils and we design dinosaurs, we kind of follow the outline of the fossil. We don't mm-hmm. really take into account like feather and fat. Yeah. And there's a, a series of illustrations like what if aliens found fossils of Earth species and oh, did that yeah. same process. So have you, you seen know, the it, horrifying it, yeah. idea of what an elephant would look like? Because there's no nose. Mm-hmm. Which is an, an elephant with no nose. It's just these teeth. <laughs> Right. <laughs> with tusks and it's like fuck yeah yeah no i mean it really does look like someone murdered woody woodpecker right you know it's also great in, in the, you know it's also great in that it's very horrifying as a featherless owl oh i hate that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i hate that and you know something this is the first time i've seen something been like first off i don't really want to eat a dolphin. Secondly, I eat tuna, so I have probably eaten a dolphin. <laughs> so, not not as a joke, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I eat tuna in the 80s. I know I've had dolphin. <laughs> so that's that's my two for for this one. I just uh yeah. Do do uh Mike, do you have another one or should I do one more? I uh, have you done your two yet? I, I have I have two, but I I, I do have a third. Oh. Well, I had I had a brief one. Okay, that I might, go for it. Yeah, I've been on the list for a while, so I'll get well, it out of the way. Let's go with it. Um, let me find the tab that article was in because I've opened a lot of tabs since then for some reason. <laughs> Close all go. that porn. Uh, it's not porn. <laughs> well, maybe it's you know not all of it. Brain, brain porn. <laughs> So I want you both of y'all to think back. Kevin this is probably more relevant for Kevin than uh, you, David, because you're a bit younger. Okay. But imagine as a kid or a small child, you're out playing in the park or you know in the front yard or something. Is this woods porn? No. Okay. No, it's not woods porn. But you 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 come across some dog poo. Yeah. <laughs> what what does the dog poo look like in your? Way, way back past. Oh, it's white. It's like bone white. Are that David? Have, does that strike any chords with you? Yeah, like uh, like if it's been poop. there a while. So now think 
today, nowadays, when was the last time you saw white dog poo? It's been a while, hasn't it? Hmm. Fuck. Yeah, and, until I saw this article, I hadn't realized there was a question I never asked. Where what did the white wh- where did the white dog poo go? What the fuck? Well, apparently it's a relic of the past because in at least American dog diets, uh the the, the makeup of the dog food has changed. Yeah. S- since the nineteen seventies. It used to be uh a lot higher in uh, beef and bone meal, two ingredients with very high calcium content. Right. And huh. that, since the the dog the makeup of the food changed, the white dog poo just doesn't happen anymore. Well, dang, That's fucking were, wild. Things were better yeah. then. We need to start grinding up bones and feeding our dogs with and, them. And it's not so, not say all dogs, except for a lot, right. some people still feed their dog or give their dog bones to chew on. Right. And that would, you know, obviously lead to more whitening of the poop. Mm-hmm. But for your average city, you know, dog food bag, dog uh, fed dog, mm-hmm. they won't have white poops. Well, damn, hmm. son. Yeah. You just learned us something. And and it's just, it's a thing I didn't realize I was missing in my life until I was like, oh yeah, dog poop used to be white. Wow. Apparently uh, dogs can also have like green poops if they eat a lot of grass. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like finding cow shit. It's mostly now, just what grass. I, what I want to know is a friend of ours uh, said that they have they have a friend that they stay with sometimes and they cannot leave their weed out because the dog will just eat every bit of weed there is like it's <laughs> happened on multiple occasions and i have to wonder what color the weed dog poop would be his name is smuggins the groovy dog that dog <laughs> that dog knows what he wants it's weed damn straight name him shaggy Man, that's you know, I don't that's think about wild. dog poop much. No, nobody does, thankfully. But when you mentioned white dog poop, yes, you're just immediately taken back to your childhood. I know. I'm sitting there. I've gone outside because my dad's watching football and the cartoons mm-hmm. are off, and we're all standing around in that neighborhood going, "Wow, Jackson sucks." <laughs> well, There's that and, white and you, dog turd. And, and you know what? The Zoomers, the, the Gen Z, they're never going to know the experience of remembering that dog poop used to be white. Yeah. And I, and I feel bad for them. They, they, it's a, a cultural loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. White dog poop. Right up there with breaking into the abandoned house. And Woodsporn. And Woodsporn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you find Woodsporn, you might want to call somebody because it's probably a sexual predator. Yeah, it's probably like a, a honeypot. Yeah. I wonder if that's what the woods porn was to begin with. Like a like a Yogi Bear style trap for children. <laughs> Some, it was Pedo Bear just, hey, boo-boo, I'm going to get me. Okay, well, I'm going to stop this line of it's thinking right now. Shh, oh, be man. very, very quiet. I'm hunting children. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, well, thank you for that, Mike. I didn't know I was going to get nostalgic for dog poop, but here we are. <laughs> David, what you got for for your last one before we go into our uh, segments? Yeah. Well, speaking of dog shit, 
<laughs> KFC is bringing back the double down sandwich yes. on March 6, 2023. Yeah. Oh, First time I since 2014. Can't wait. I oh. cannot believe the vast differences between our reactions. You could get two of them on the first day and have a heart attack, go Look, to the hospital, and eat more. Our roommate, Gagey Boy, is uh, real excited and it's like, I want to get like five. Okay, right. That's so right off. I, I was going to read this a little bit real quick. Go ahead. The bunless double down sandwich features two 100% white meat fillets sandwiching two slices of cheese, two pieces of crispy hickory smoked bacon with either the Colonel's real mayo or spicy sauce. My God. Originally introduced so back in 2010, <laughs> KFC sold more than 10 million sandwiches in their first month. Fuck. Kevin and I went and got got. One. I was not impressed. I liked yeah, I it. did not like it. Ooh. I I mean, I didn't hate it, but I was just like, ah, it's fucking chicken and bacon. Yeah, I remember going with my friend Rob, and we're like, you know, because we're 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 just out of high school and shit like that. Yeah, well, uh, no, like we were five years out of high school. <laughs> but okay, no, we I was were gonna like, say. Yeah, no, but we were like, you know, let let's fucking do this, man. This sounds stupid. And we we did it, and we both. I remember we each took a bite out of our respective sandwiches, and then we just kind of like looked at each other. <laughs> In this moment of clarity, it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll say this: uh, KFC knows America. All right. Because this is America the Sandwich, in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. And you know what it reminds me of, being along the same lines of? Hmm. KFC's, quote, famous bowls. Oh, yes, the famous bowl. That was a mini trough. Although... I got one. I I will say I've had something similar in the uh, the Crystal's breakfast bowl. Fuck fuck that That was pretty good. Like, like all, all the all the famous bowl is, is if you take like a microwave chicken, uh, fried chicken dinner and just put it in a bowl. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's like a shepherd's pie of shit. But it hasn't been in yeah. the microwave, so it's like yeah. 300 it, it's times. It's KFC. Yeah, like, I'm sure yes, part of it's been in the microwave. Here's At the least thing, the mashed potatoes. Here's the thing about the famous bowl is when I had one, we were on me and uh, my old manager uh, at Rose's were on our way back from trying to get the Laurel store straightened up, which was a nightmare. And we stopped in at KFC, and we both decided, well, we're going to try this famous bowl, because how the fuck is it famous if it's brand new? (laughs) So we get it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm not eating it, and Leggett's just chowing down, and he's like, what's wrong? And I said, it's a fucking trough. (laughs) We're being slopped. You know what I miss? Um, they used to have, um, they still have like little chicken sandwiches, like very small ones, but they used to have them called the, the, the zingers. Chick? The, oh. the zingers. Okay. And see. there was like, there was like a nacho cheese one that was like really good. I really enjoyed that. Okay. And it, it oh, wait, is that the one where it was like dipped? No, it wasn't dipped. It was just like, it was like a little chicken finger sandwich, but it had yeah. like the Taco Bell cheese. Because oh, okay. it was, um, I don't remember because those. you know, KFC Taco Bell. I, 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 yeah, I used it's to work the same at a place. fucking company. Yeah, and then for lunch, I'd go to like the combination KFC Taco Bell. Yeah, we call them clucking bells. <laughs> there you go. But, um, yeah, yeah I so don't, I don't remember Double those. Down no. is back. David, when were you born? When was I born? Yes. 87. 
80, oh, wow. Okay. January of 87. All right. Right around the time you were born, KFC had this sandwich, and it was called uh, the Chicken Little. Mm, yeah, and I think was, that's what the zinger was. It, it was, was a basically a slider yeah. with some chicken meat on it and a pickle and some mayo. Yeah, and it was yeah, my favorite fucking thing. That that is literally what the zingers were. They repackaged them, but they had one where now imagine that, but it has like nacho cheese on it. I don't know how I feel about the nacho cheese, but it was I'd still really eat good. It. it was really good, I'd and still I miss it terribly. It. Anything that yeah. kind of covers up the taste of KFC chicken is okay. What? Yeah, see, I don't <laughs> like KFC chicken. I used to like it more. Kevin, <sighs> you're just shitting on all the chicken tonight. Well, no, well, no. No, I'm not shitting on Popeyes. Oh, okay. Popeyes okay. makes me shit. Let, let me let me let me alter my statement. I don't like original recipe. I only do extra crispy. <laughs> Both of you heathens, out out now. <laughs> oh, I live oh. here. Well, well, for those out of, of us out who of the are podcast. for for those of us who are more sane, there is going to be a bacon and cheese chicken sandwich where it's one patty with the bacon and cheese on actual fucking Look, bread. Here's so the, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah I, more bread will just clog up your arteries and kill you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but come on, for the for the for the for those uh paleo Adkins people, protein. <laughs> oh yeah, the carnivores, the ones that are just just meat. Hey, my teeth are falling out. What should I do? More meat. <laughs> I think even back in the day, I don't I guess I won't have it now, but back then they even had a uh a grill double down. They did. Oh, and oh, oh, we got some. Yeah, I tried the grill double down. That was awful as well. Uh, here we go, Mike. This is for you. Yeah. Additionally, on Sunday, March 5th, KFC will host a double down drop, allowing select fans early access to get a first taste one day before the rest of the country. Super fans will have a chance to sign up for early access at KFCDoubledownDrop.com on March 2nd. So you can do that tonight. Um, double down enthusiasts will need to act fast because the pre-order is only available on a first come first serve basis for the first 2014 fans. Oh, you're already fucked. Wait, 2014. Get it? 2014. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I wonder if like what locations, because I doubt that's in Mississippi. Yeah. Mike ain't driving to, to Detroit for a double down. Well, Gage you never Mike, know until you try. You never know until you try. Mike, are you trying? No. Oh, okay. Oh, I should mention that this article was on uh, ChewBoom.com. ChewBoom. You know, that reminds me. How's our buddy Alex Chew doing? Oh, yeah. I should. uh, While while you're doing, uh, are you going to do the new segment tonight? I am. We have a new segment tonight, and I'll let you look up your information real quick. Yeah. Our new segment is uh, a thing I decide I'm going to do called Reddit Already. Where I go through different reddits and subreddits and uh, oh, find interesting posts. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Okay, no. let's do let's do Alex Chu first because this sounds really good. The latest video posted one hour ago. Oh God! Alex Chu is starting a cult. Please join Alex Chu's cult. <laughs> Wait, he's, he's what? Just dead ass saying it's a cult. Dead oh, ass no. saying it's a cult. Oh no! Oh no 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 no! I, I'm posting the link to the video. We're gonna have to, we'll have to do a special like little thing for this. It is called Alex Chu is starting a cult. Please join Alex Chu's cult. 
Shall I start this and let the audio come through? No, no. no let's save no, this for a we'll very special this. patron. I think you're right. We'll watch yeah. it together. We'll watch it together. Yeah. And do it for Patreon. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm so shit. sorry. I'm so sorry I stepped on your segment, but you can understand why. No, dude, this is this is acceptable. Oh my god. I love that he's got the uh weird Chinese World War One helmet back there. Oh my god, like I'm the just, Imperial uh, helmet. Oh my god. I'm so horrified, man. I love it. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck to think, man. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I feel like a comedian about to go on after Robin Williams now. Jesus. So, oh my God. new segment called Reddit Already. And I decided to go into a Discord I've joined recently called Discordian. R slash Discordian. If you're not a member of the Discordians, you can join us by eating hot dogs on Friday. That's pretty much it. And just cool. know that you're a Pope. <laughs> now, I was looking at the rules for R slash uh, Discordian, and the rules are no fucking sausage posting. Is, is, is that like the sausage party where it's just all dudes? Or just literal sausages? Uh, given the holy nature of hot dogs, I'm guessing it's sausages. Okay, so so hot dogs, as far as tube meats go, hot dogs, frankfurters, yes. No. Other sausage, wait, what? No, we can't have any hot dogs except oh, so, on Fridays. So, because so, we're not supposed to eat them on Fridays. So it's it, it's basically uh, like saying jehovah it's like like blasphemy to it's so hot dogs are so holy you can't show them yeah because it's how uh eris uh consoled herself after the original snub ah. she ate a hot dog so we can't eat hot dogs except when we eat hot dogs wait this sounds like the rantings of a crazy person in this? kevin i'm i'm a, a most of a drink of rum in you can't throw these logical fallacies Mike, at me this is a monty python religion all right, remember that. Yes. All right. I'll so, forget that now. And the reason I wanted to do this post in particular is because someone posted said, new to Discordianism. Hi, everyone. I'm new here. I recently started reading the Principia Discordia, and I enjoy it so far. And I wanted to know, is what I wanted to know is, how can I engage in practicing Discordianism? Thank you. So, the response is, are about what you would expect from an organization that spawned Chaos Magic and the Church of the Subgenius. <laughs> Zombo Scott replied with, What do you want to do? Practicing Discordianism is kind of a choose-your-own-adventure thing with lots of side quests. <laughs> Let's see. One should keep in mind that while Principia is officially amazing, capital letters, it is a product of its time, more than 60 years ago. Best practice is in keeping with the spirit of the thing, which is to disregard what I say and listen to your pineal gland. I'm afraid that, generally speaking, Discordianism is a woefully online thing nowadays because we Discordians stick apart, and few and far between. I sometimes wonder if there's another Discordian with a 100-kilometer radius, and if I could hear their brainwaves with the right equipment. I, I think we need to do an episode on Discordianism. Every, we are. I'm every, planning yeah. it. Everything you tell me about Discordianism just hurts my brain. I know. It's just it's, silly. It's it's 
all oh, look at me, I'm random. Yeah, but it's 60 years worth. Well, yes, mm-hmm. that's the problem. Yeah. Some folks start with the footwork, but I say you do the headwork first. Once your head works and your feet work, then you can incorporate some arms. They don't have to be yours. After that, you can really get into the groove. And someone replied to that with, instructions unclear, ended up in an arms race. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino always starts with the footwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, someone said, remember, you cannot use Discordianism until it has been properly installed. Here's a handy guide to help you get started. And it is instructions on the creation of a automatic transmission. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things, though, was somebody said, I came here looking for um, uh, <clears throat> technical support with my Discord server and stayed for the hot dogs. <laughs> That's so, fun. I yeah. like it. I know, Kevin, and the Discordians have a great thing called Operation Mind Fuck. <laughs> Kevin, have you joined the Discordian Discord? There isn't one. It's We're a little too on the nose. Too chaotic to have that much organization. Uh, Operation Mind Fuck is basically where any and every uh, conspiracy is mocked by blaming it on the Bavarian Illuminati. Mm-hmm. The Bavarian mm-hmm. Nazi. Yes. So, but yeah, I love Discordianism. It's fun, and uh, it's silly. It has spawned a lot of stuff, including, like I said, we're going to talk, in the Discordian episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the Church of the Subgenius, which will get its own episode. Hell yeah. And uh, it's also going to link in with Chaos Magic, because a lot of the principles of that come from Discordianism. There we go. So, yeah. I like it. Um... Anyway, that's my new segment, where I pick something <laughs> off Reddit and read it. There you go. And I, I have some stuff that I've got banked for that as well, so that'll be fun. Awesome. Okay, well, what have we got? Uh, what is X going to give to us? <clears throat> okay, all right. So X has something for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so the picture is of a white-haired anime girl licking a dude's finger. Oh, no. And the post is, quote, I am being stalked by multiple succubi witches. How can I purify myself? I can't even go a single day without being forced to masturbate. I'd post in the succubus general, but that threat is for attracting, not dispelling. So first of all, how can this gentleman purify himself? Um, well, he's being forced (laughs) to masturbate, so what he has to do is masturbate before that, so he goes in empty. There you go. So, uh, masturbate like, <laughs> more. But then you'd just be shooting blanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's a point. They'll stop if they're not getting uh, their well, needings. Met. Well, what I like is the first reply is, quote, what, are they holding a gun to your head? Regarding the <laughs> masturbation. Yes. Mike, what were you going to say? I don't remember. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay, I got another one. Here's his reply to that question. Quote, Anytime I'm not dedicated to my abstinence, my hand begins to move on their own. It's like they possess my body and force me to waste my accumulated energy. If I resist, then my brain is filled with lewd uh, thoughts until I succumb to their succubus ways. That's being 16, isn't it? That's just a dude that doesn't masturbate. Enough. Yeah, like... Like I said, the key key (laughs) is masturbating more. This person doesn't realize... That he, he, when a dude, especially a young dude, doesn't masturbate, you just get hornier and hornier and hornier until you either actually masturbate or you just, you know, you know, 
have a nocturnal emission. You look like that scene from dream. South Park with Randy <laughs> at the yeah. computer. It was a scary ghost. Yeah. And it is just, it's it's just a constant clock that, you know, keeps resetting every time you nut. Okay, but yep. here's the thing. You just you said he was a teenager, right? He directly responds to that here, quote, I'm 27, but thanks for trying to be condescending. Very helpful. Well, still, that's still, you know. <laughs> You're still young. Your prime. Yeah. With, you know, a sex drive. Oh, um, wait, no, I got a perfect idea. Do like me. Get on antidepressants. True. Yeah. <laughs> Kill here, here every urge you have. Here, here we go. Here's an actual answer. Um, anytime you get a sexual, it's sexual. That's sexual. Okay, good, good. A- sexual. Anytime you get a sexual thought about masturbating, recite the Lord's Prayer. If oh, you don't God. know the prayer, learn it off by heart. Recite it repeatedly all day in your head as you go about your day. They will fuck off eventually. <laughs> this, that's just a recipe uh, for a dude getting turned on by his own religion. I just picture the dude standing there, just blazing eyes, holding his dick, going, "Jesus, Jesus, Jesus." Uh, so, someone replied to him, thank you, the Lord's Prayer helped me overcome alcohol addiction, and I have faith it will help me here as well. Yeah, he doesn't mention the roller of a This is a roller coaster of a story so far. That, yeah, I was going to say, now the Lord's Prayer, that is part of AA, so like, sure, mm-hmm. all right, I could see that. Okay, here we go. Another reply. Dunno, but I'll visit you in your dreams tonight and give you a good time to relax, winky face. Uh, not a succubus, by the way. That's, sounds like a, He's an, a succubus would say. I think that sounds like a homosexual <laughs> incubus. Um, how did you piss them off so badly? Just gift them frankincense or myrrh or catnip or jewelry or whatever the fuck witches like, and they'll probably leave you alone. Women love free shit and suck you by our women. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so, Kevin, you mentioned the homosexual uh, incubus. incubus but yes. I, I read a theory that. Succubus or incubus doesn't depend on their actual gender, but on their role. So oh. a, a bottom is a succubus, no matter what gender, and a top would be an incubus, whether it's, you know, male or female. You're going to have to write an episode on this, Mike, and I want you to do a lot of research. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot. You're going to have to go to, like, fanfiction.net. Wow, I'm going to need a lot of lube for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, just a brief thread, but, like, very, very funny replies. I enjoyed oh, this yeah, one no. quite a bit. Yeah, that's uh, that's 27, huh? 27. And, and believe like, in Succubi. And then also, apparently, he was addicted to alcohol for a while, so. Oof. Yikes! Yeah. He um. Hmm. So I hope I don't know the person making this post. <laughs> Just say it's a big yep. world. Big. It's a great big beautiful. Tomorrow. I do have an important question for both of you to yeah. answer. Okay. I've been working on the Havana syndrome drink. What color should it be? Oh, I'm thinking oh. green. Yeah, so it's got to be like a bright color for like a tropical kind of like yeah, Cuban. Like, a, like maybe a, an orange, like a bright ooh, orange, pinkish orange. Yeah, so like a Havana Nights tro- sort of thing. Yeah, something yeah. tropical in eighties, okay. like yeah. like a Miami Vice pastelly bright color. Sure, sure. So and probably sugar rimmed on the glass. Ooh, you're trying to kill me now. Yeah, I it's like the not way good you for think. your diabetes, but like, yeah. damn, is it going to work? Oh, yeah. So before we wrap up and go to our question for the week, of which we have one. I broke my chips. Oh, no. 
Not them. The chips, chips are down. The chips come back at the end of the episode. When the chips are down, so is Mike. <laughs> so, we were talking before the show a little bit uh, about... Do we want to talk any about um, Scientology? Or do we want to save that for a whole episode? I feel like we would probably want to do like a Scientology episode. Okay, because like that commercial... And I've been finding like videos on how to do auditing and stuff. And I'm like, wow. It'd be good for a supernatural sources in the meantime. Yeah, okay, we can do that. L- look at me generating content for yeah, us. Yeah, I know. I think that may be on the list already, and I forgot about it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I've actually been told by several people at work not to do it. Yeah. yeah I no, I, I get it. Like, I live right near their base camp, so, like, I get it. David, were you one of the people that was uh, projecting the word sucks under their logo? No, I'm, I'm, I, no. Okay. Unfortunately, no. That would have been fun. So, uh, let's see. What have we got for questions? Actually, we've got a few. Uh, first off, Man in Black, uh, asked something very, very important. This might be one of those questions. What do you think Jesus is? A cryptid? Zombie? Something else? This is all uh, in fun, by the way. Mm. Well, I heard he's a superstar. Okay, fair. Now, here's the thing. So Jesus shows back up with the holes in his hands, right? Mm-hmm. He's a lich. Well, you know what? Even then, Jesus is just all right with me. Okay, that's fine. I'm just saying, a cryptid, he's not an undiscovered animal. It's not a zombie because that is an animated corpse. A lich is a spirit that is reanimating its own corpse. Now, could he be a tulpa? Mm, maybe the, the second be, coming would be a tulpa. That was, was going to be my answer. Oh, you think he's a tulpa? Just completely a tulpa? I mean, if, if I had to pick anything other than, you know... Yeah, I would kind of agree. Like, you know, at first he's just a dude, and then, you know, if he actually did come back, which, you know... The second... Yeah, like when he was, either, was resurrected, it was a tulpa. He was, he was, he was, it was either, you know, they didn't, they didn't understand that he wasn't quite dead. Okay. Not quite dead yet. I'm getting better. We're mixing <laughs> our Python movies. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. What if... This is a crazy-ass theory here. Can you, in this case, create a tulpa and project it backwards in time? Uh, no. Like, Jesus existed because we believe... Like, people believe Jesus existed. I mean, I'm pretty sure he had enough, you know, followers at the time. Okay, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, now, I'm just saying, this is just me theorizing. Like, what if they were, uh, yeah. Now, uh, Fryhide was uh, saying something about what if, what if Jesus was an alien, which we've seen that movie. It was called Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Oh, Prometheus. Oh, Pro- Prometheus. I love the critics so goddamn much. <laughs> okay, now Fryhide also brought up something and uh we've got some answers for this. I know Mike does. 
Humans have been on the Earth for around 300,000 years, but dinosaurs were on the Earth for around 165 million years, but no one ever talks about dinosaur ghosts. <laughs> now, this was posted in r slash shower thoughts. And Mike, hmm. do you remember why you brought up what made you bring up dinosaur ghosts? No. Do you remember our episode, Things That Are Not? Sort of. Your explanation, <laughs> we, you, you, we were a little drunk, but your explanation for the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Was dinosaur ghosts. Mm. So, what if all these sightings of modern-day dinosaurs are, in fact, dinosaur ghosts? Well, I'll do you one better. What if historical accounts of dragons are just dinosaur ghosts? Ooh. Good comeback. I like that. Yep, yep. Now, uh, Ghostforge, of course, said it's because the Velocipasters exercise them all. (laughs) I think I give them a lot of credit for that. That's pretty good. So mm-hmm. You bring up dinosaurs reminds me of a fun fact I saw earlier this week. They were delicious. No, what? That they're the um, the amount of time. It's one of these things. The amount of time from the Tyrannosaurus Rex to us is less than the amount of time from the Tyrannosaurus Rex to the Ankylosaurus. Fuck you. Fuck. Or was it Stegosaurus? Might have been Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. So apparently, like. Stegosaurus and Tyrannosaurus were nowhere near each other because... You no, know, they weren't. They were way separated by yeah. time. Stegosaurus was early, early dinosaur stuff, yeah. and the Tyrannosaurus was actually toward the end around the time of the Triceratops. Yeah. So that makes me think, what the fuck was the Stegosaurus afraid of? Everything <laughs> else. <laughs> Allosaurus, <laughs> probably. Because yeah, the Tyrannosaurus is the descendant of the Allosaurus mm. and various other sauropods like that. So there was a lot for it to be afraid of. Or could have been solar panels. Mm. Well, I, I have seen some, you know, thought that it could have also helped, at, le- at least partially helped with uh, temperature regulation. Yeah. Just like the one with the big sail. Yes, yes, the uh, Spinosaurus. Yes. Yeah, now, you know what the thing on the end of a uh, Stegosaurus's tail is called, right? Thagomizer. The bits. The tha- yeah, David got it right. It's the Thagomizer, which was named by Eric Larson in a Far Side comic. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. there was no official name for that damn thing until he just made it up. So uh, this is this person is a Thagomizer uh, in memory of Thag Johnson. And uh, scientists who read the far side thought that was the funniest goddamn thing in the world. And now it's called the Thagomizer. <laughs> so, yep. one more question from God Themperer Ghostforge. Given how little we know about the collapse of many ancient civilizations, do you think that there's room for the supernatural or the sudden lack thereof to be involved? Hmm. Like, you know, maybe Bigfoot's killing a bunch of people. Or, like, that's a thought. Like, some of some of the uh, Western tribes here in the United States that went, you know, that died, what if it was like a Bigfoot attack? So, not smallpox blankets, but... No, Bigfoot. no, no, this is the, I'm talking about the ones that disappeared before the Spaniards ever showed up. 
um, the ones that we just recently found, like mass graves, where they're just thrown in a pit by somebody. Oh, so not killed by other tribes. Nope, Bigfoot. Um, I'm just saying it's it's, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying that's what happened, but I'm saying that's unlikely. what happened. Oh, come on! I think it was the Anasazis. Because because if big feet feet high footses, if big footses, big foots, big were, were were so inclined, you think they would just can have continued their murderous butchery. You don't you don't just stop that cold turkey. It's like it's like Pringles or Lay's. <laughs> Nobody can eat just one. They they, they would just been a, a, a problem for once a while. you pop you can't stop. Yes. Oh God. Well I think it'd be fun if you're like my entire culture was massacred by a Yeti. It'd be like, oh that's fucking rad. Oh yeah, no, came all the way over from Tibet, went on a rampage, went home with some scalps. <laughs> I was like, fuck those guys. Um now here's here's one. He said, or the sudden lack thereof. What if all right, you got Atlantis and Moo, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. The two lost civilizations, as mm-hmm. it were, from mm-hmm. antiquity. All right. What if their continents sank because magic just quit working? Like somebody, somebody discovered something, huh? They ran out of mana. Yeah, no, they just like wiped all the mana off the face of the earth, and both islands just went bloop because the only thing holding them up was art or magic or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Like I got nothing to add. I just think that'd be cool. Yeah, no, that'd be a great story <laughs> for something. It's like what happened? I don't know. Fucking magic quit the working. The day the magic died. Yeah. And then what happened? Well, we decided to like seed civilization everywhere and teach them how to stack rocks. <laughs> and then the aliens showed up and got oh, us back on track. Yep, those white guys from Venus showed up and taught us how to do everything. Thank God. Uh, oh, boy. Back to bookstore racism. <laughs> well, that's all we got this week. Um, well, I got... I, oh, what you so got? So, I just read some very Monkey Paws-esque news. It's, it's oh, really no. our, not our normal scope, but... I, it's just funny that, uh, I, at least me, I know Kevin and I both feel very seething hatred for Funko Pops. Yeah, I don't know how Dave I've feels. Got, he I've might he few. might have a whole room. I've got a couple. I, I, but I, I have a gifts. few. I don't mind them. It's just another avenue for franchises to get merch but, out there. But apparently, their their earnings call was terrible, and they're held inventory is up 48% and they oh. may, and they're talking about just basically throwing them into a landfill. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like one, on one hand, I always wanted Funko pops to go away, but I didn't want them to become a liquid, uh, a literal liquid. I don't know where it's like, it's a it's literal just super like, fund issue. Like, like what it is. It's just like the comics market in the nineties. The uh, speculative market of like, you know, oh, of course. Yes. yeah, it's the literally ET just a repeat games. of that. It's just, yeah, they, they, they thought the, the money fire hose would never end. And well, yeah. now it's ending. Well, I mean, the big thing is they're plastic, they're useless. And eventually everybody's going to get tired of it. Well, yeah, no I've doubt. got, I've got the only ones that matter for me. Somebody gave me some and 
one of my longtime friends from college, David, maybe you remember this, sent me a custom-made Coda mm-hmm. Funko Pop from Mailbox Rocket Ship. Yeah. Which is yeah, one of I my started, favorite things. I started making a Dash one because I bought a blank Funko Pop and I started using modeling clay, but I never got a chance to finish it. Oh, That's man, one you, of the projects you totally I should. I know, I know. It's on the list of things to do, the list of 50 billion things to do. That's true. We do have mm. long, long lists. Yep, yep, yep. Apparently they're bleeding money renting shipping containers to hold all the excess Holy inventory. Shit. They they just they produced way too much. Yes. Like I, I just I don't get it. Like if you're gonna create a collectible, you have to create scarcity. Uh, it's, it's when it's, you go to Target and like the whole back goddamn wall is Funkos, maybe there's too many. I just yeah. it's always just ugly to me. It's like I want things that look like the things I like, not something yeah, that I looks mean, like a horribly deformed version of the thing I like. But but if it's like the only way I'm going to get a figure of a certain niche sort of thing. I guess. I mean, okay. Admittedly, got- so okay, the only fun co I had was the uh portal turret because yes. well at the time that it looked the, like it. The, it looked it wasn't super horribly deformed with a giant head and it was roughly, you know, you know, it was, it was fairly accurate. Yeah. yeah. And, and then that thing fell apart because the legs fell off. Now, I've got two. I've got Tom Servo that I bought. Yeah. Tom Servo and Crow. Well, okay. Okay, you're going to laugh at me. I, ha- I have about 15. That's not bad. That's not but, as but, bad as some people yeah, I know. Like, because right now, looking across from me from my bookshelf, I have my Freddy Krueger, Leatherface, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, and Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, all right. But that's like stuff you're interested in already you're not collecting them because like, I'm, I'm not gonna buy clothes. one just because like it's a speculative no. thing like, yeah. yeah you're not one of no. those guys it seems no, i mean I, I, i've got my go like one, one that i've always wanted and that, like i can't justify buying it is like the giant because you've seen the giant ones right yeah i i want a giant godzilla one because i collect godzilla shit oh you so want, want it to I, scale yeah, I wanted like the the big ass Godzilla one. I just I just don't. But instead, I got this nice little like uh, little kawaii chibi Godzilla bank that looks cuter. So I'm good. Yeah, right. I, I forgot. I also have the uh, the diva from Overwatch. Oh right, yeah, you uh, got the mech with the little figure in it, and that thing sucks ass because oh, it, it does can't stand up. It like face plants, Every so you can't time. display the motherfucker outside of the box because it just falls over. Yeah, some of the early ones that I have when they were first coming out, they didn't balance all too well. Well, this one were fine. This wasn't, this is like, you know, I mean, admittedly, it wasn't first round. It's not, you know, new, but it's not old either. I'd say it's probably in the middle, kind kind of from their heyday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got like some Star Wars ones. I guess it is is kind of like one of their first bigger ones because it's, you know, bigger because it has a little diva figure that goes in it. But, Mm. you know. It's kind of one of their first of the bigger than their regular size. But. I do have Krillin from Dragon Ball Z, but it almost looks normal. <laughs> well, that's Krillin. He's yeah. horribly deformed anyway. Goku! Yeah. Sorry. Right. Voices. No, no, Always cool. with the voices. Oh, man. But, yeah, I got a Crow and I got a Tom Sorrow as well. Yeah, yeah. I had to. I mean, I had to. Yeah. They look great. And when I 
dress up in my Joel costume and I can't bring full size servo, I bring those two in my pockets. Well, and the other thing is, the minute you someone sees you own one, that's what they're going to buy for you. They're oh, like, oh, God. they like oh. the Funko Pops, and that's why yeah. I have like mm-hmm. <laughs> five different Walking Dead ones. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's always uh, I got you. This is a gift. It's like, oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah, but at that's least, it's fine. At least I like Lego. Yeah, but Lego's <laughs> but, way more expensive. Well, yeah, but you know, it's still you know you're never disappointed with a gift of Lego. That's I mean, true. They, they could give me the shittiest Lego set, and I'd be like, "Hey, at least I could build whatever the fuck I want with it." I still want that Lego monkey. You know, the the one where you build the monkey. Yeah, yeah. I just want a monkey painted out of Legos. I actually want, uh, like, speaking of toys, I want to get a couple of those new Super Mario Brother movie toys. Uh, oh, I that seen Bowser, them. that Bowser's cool as hell. It does like little vapor oh, breath, right? Yeah, with yeah, backlight. That is yeah, cool. Bowser vaping. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Instead of breathing it's Jack fire, Black, so of course he's vaping. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, we ought to start a toy podcast. <laughs> actually, that's not <laughs> like, a bad idea. Like, honestly, just like a pop culture cast. All like um, three of us are very bit toy heavy. I imagine we, we are. Yeah. Or even just talking about like, hey, what what pop culture thing yeah. did you do this week? Like, oh, I watched this show or whatever. So like a member berry podcast. Yeah, yeah, member berries <laughs> basically. But because again, like you know, it's just yeah. uh, I think part of the reason people tune into the show is just to hear us like shoot the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean that's any podcast. Yeah. yeah. Half the reason you tune, half the reason you start the podcast is the subject matter. You, you you come for the subject matter. You stay for the personalities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're having an off-the-air discussion right now. <laughs> you ever wonder what goes on behind the scenes when this we're not is, recording? This is it. So, yeah. <laughs> just just um, think of this as, you know, well, we'll, pulling we'll, back the curtain. We'll talk about that a little bit, because I'm pretty sure uh, Gagey Boy here uh, at the house would love to be involved in that one. Because mm-hmm. he loves movies and horror. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. and him would probably get along very well, David. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure. Like, and, I, and we could. It'd be more. It'd be easier for us to get like guests to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Uh, because you know, with uh, weekend weird, uh, that's usually our only time yeah. to really get a guest in. And also, well, we do need to talk about that after we're done. Anyway, yeah. we'll talk about that here in a bit. So, yep. that's pretty much it, David. Do you have anything you want to plug before we go? Yeah, you know what? Read my fucking webcomic, Cosmic Dash. I don't plug it enough. No, you don't. Read all of David's webcomics. I really love where uh, Archie Bots is right now with Green Dead. I love that discussion of... (laughs) I just love that fuck that and fuck you. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. so like I've been on a little bit of like a a narrative kick on Archie Bots because we had that whole big bear story and now he's dead. He got um, mauled by a fucking bear. Yeah, but with uh, you know Cosmic Dash, you know I'm doing the the, the normal yeah. comic and the anthology series, and I've been able to like past couple weeks like do a page uh, an update every week on either of them. So yeah. it's it's been nice to like move the story along. I'm almost done with that like really metal '80s hyper violent well, robot thing that I'm doing. Now. Yes, I yeah. can't wait to start inking for you again. Yeah, I, I have a story that I'm going to, because uh, I, I don't want to add a new anchor in the middle of like a larger ongoing story. No, totally understand. So, but uh, again, this is off the air shit. Why are we talking about this now? Yeah, uh, let's anyway. do that later. Anyway, <laughs> David's, uh, check out yeah. David's stuff at what website can they go to? Uh, go to cosmicdash.com. And then if you want to see the anthology series, there's a link to it right on the site. So there you do go. That too. Yeah. All right. And you can find him on Mastodon at. Oh, yes. HP Comic at. 
uh, horrorhub.club. Yes. All right, Mike, if you got anything you want to plug, any socials. I, I, I agree. We, I should. I agree. Everyone should go to plug uh, David's comic hole. Yes, yes. Yes, plug please, his comic please. hole. I He's, love having my comic hole filled. All comic holes filled with hot readership. Hot okay. clicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You like that? You dirty oh, no. art hoe. All right. Oh, so no. we're going to move on from that. Uh, you can find us. On Mastodon, you can find me at Kota Otan, K-O-T-A-O-T-A-N, at Retro.Pizza. You can find the show at SupernatPod at HorrorHub.Club. Mike is also on Mastodon, but I don't remember his handle. Um, yeah, I don't either. I've got it linked on the show's, uh, 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 Masto account, yes. You Masticist. Can al- Masticist account. You can also find everything you need to know about the show at supernatpod.rocks, including our contact information, our Patreon. I think it's just my, at Mike and LN at, at techhub.social. There you go. All right. I don't think he posts, yeah. but it's there. Yeah, no, I just so, follow people. Just yep. like my Twitter. And just like he does in the bushes outside yes. your house. I'm a stalker. So, yeah. Again, supernatpod.rocks for all your supernatpod needs. So thank you, everyone, for listening. We would not keep doing this if it weren't for you. We enjoy doing the show, but holy crap, is it great to have people that enjoy listening to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, thanks Kevin again. only likes to do it with an audience. Damn straight. Uh, this is getting needlessly sick. All right. We will see you guys next week. So until then, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. Fill them holes. Damn it. Call it Rocky.